Well, hello there, and welcome. It's Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. I guess that sort of rhymes. Take Two with you, Jerry and Debbie and you. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Jerry Usher along with Debbie Giorgiani. What are we talking about today? Something we should always talk about every day, at least to open up and look into a little bit in our lives, and that is the Bible. We're going to talk about the Bible today, meaningful Bible books, meaningful Bible passages. And Debbie, when we do a show like this, the Take Two family always got a lot of very profound found and insightful things to share. Now, we've done a version of this show before, in fact, several times in the eight and a half years we've been doing Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. And uh, you guys do show up strong with Bible uh, passages and and, uh, parts of the living Word of God that just really speak to you personally where you're at in in your life or that you just um, really you know, meditate upon and, and, and read about on a regular basis. And it's very relevant to your life because it's the living word of God. So what meaningful, um, books of the Bible and passages of the Bible speak to you? What, what really, um, just stays with you? You know, you can quote, um, uh, chapter and verse. You you really, um, you know, maybe you're like, <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, Jerry. Like Marty, Marty and I, we have um, our whole entire house is filled with scripture verses. Every single room, every single room, right, Jerry? And yeah. uh, it, we're big believers in that. And Jerry and I uh, love um, the, the healing priest uh, from India, Father Bobby Emperel, and he is a big, big promoter of... of uh, the Bible and having the Bible be right there front and center whenever we start our day, you know, so it's very important. I think this this topic today, Jerry, uh, could really help people get in the right mindset for Advent. All right. Well, what part of the Bible inspires you? Uh, maybe it's a whole book. Maybe it's the whole Bible. Maybe it's a particular verse or passage. Here's how you join by phone, 833-288-EWTN, 833-288. 2883986 keep your emails brief if you can we'd love to hear from you that through that method as well at take2 at ewtn.com those of you watching the video streams on YouTube and Facebook hello to you get your chats going as Debbie says and you can always post on the take2 show website at take2show.com but that phone number allows us to hear your beautiful voice and you can share with the entire world what portion of the bible a book a passage a verse Really gives you maybe comfort, solace, inspiration, makes you excited to be you know, a follower of Jesus. 833-288-3986. Matthew 19.26. Um, with man, it's, it's really not possible. <laughs> with God, all things are possible. That um, particular um, scripture verse, Matthew 19.26, is on three of the walls of my home. I mm, absolutely yeah. love it. Why? Because I love the word all, you know, it doesn't say God's going to say, well, if I feel like on a good day, you know, um, possibly, or maybe not, it's with God, all things are possible. And that builds yeah. trust, that builds confidence. So these, these scripture passages, um, Jerry, they have, they, they really do pertain to us today. That's why it is the living word of God. And Jerry, let's share that you and I both love, we have a very strong devotion to the Psalms and Proverbs, right? Well, absolutely. Yeah, I think a lot of the Psalms I really like. I think it's Psalm 32 
it talks about you know when 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 you know when somebody confesses their transgressions before the Lord mm-hmm. and the Lord is faithful to heal. Psalm fifty one, of course, uh, yes. have mercy on me, O God. So many others, um, and then of course my favorite verse, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. You know that Debbie very well. Um, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord, plans for good and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. That's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Mm-hmm. Our good friend Tony in Texas sent me a beautiful cross that has that verse on it. I've got it right next to me on my desk here. So thank you again, Tony, for that. So uh, what about you, Take-Two family? We've got we to gotta get you on board with this uh, broadcast today because you know what? You're going to share, I know, you're going to share a passage, a verse, a book of the Bible, and somebody else is going to say, mm, you know what, if that does that for that person, that can do can that do for me for as me. well. Yeah, and they'll right. go look that up mm-hmm. and very possibly have, uh, have their day turned around or their life changed. Maybe a soul saved, you never know. So please jump on board. A couple open phone lines still at 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. Jerry, I love the way you think because um, you're not on Facebook um, very often. But I will tell you that in the past couple months, I decided to post um, uh, passages from the Bible. I don't, I don't give the actual um, the 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 um, the text of the passage. I just will put like Matthew nineteen twenty six, and that's all I put in the in the post. And I do that on purpose so that people will dust off their Bible or go online and look that up. And it's interesting how many people have said, wow, I looked it up and that is so powerful. And I'm like, there you go. It's the living word of God. It pertains to us right now. We cannot say that enough, folks. That's why when people say, oh, it's yeah, it's in the Bible. Oh, yeah, yeah. My Bible's over there on the counter or in the drawer. That's that's not a good place for it to be. It should be front and center. Wouldn't you say so, Jer? Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we there's that joke, I think you may have mentioned it a little bit ago, you know, blow the dust off those Bibles, mm-hmm. but they shouldn't, they shouldn't be gathering dust, folks. It should be part of your daily routine, your daily prayer time. Uh, read Scripture, pray it out loud, as Debbie said, Father Bobby Emperor uh, promotes that very heavily. Mm-hmm. Meditate on the Word of God. St. Jerome said, you know, ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. So we need to we need to be uh, literate. We need to be scripture literate as much as we possibly can. But we want to hear from you today. If you have a, a meaningful passage or a, a book of the Bible, maybe a verse, maybe a single word. You know, maybe you know that's what lexio divina is, divine reading. You can take a single word and meditate on it. You can take a verse, a passage. So come on, take two family eight three three. 288-3986. Share with us and share with the world what portion of the Bible is very inspirational and meaningful for you. Maybe you saw it on a bumper sticker or in a Facebook post or a bumper magnet or something like that or a billboard. And you thought to yourself, wow, you know, that that was powerful. Let me look into that that passage. And and then that that particular passage from the Bible really hit you hard deep into your soul. Do you have um, areas of the Bible like that that really speak to you. My sister is so big in Genesis. She loves the book of Genesis. I mean, it is, it is, she knows it inside and out. Maybe that's you. Call in 833 288 3986. Love being with you this time of day, every day, Monday through Friday. 
Jerry and Debbie here on Take Two with you on EWTN Radio. You can join the conversation today. We're talking about meaningful Bible passages, Bible books, Bible verses. So please join us with that. Inspire us, inspire the world, maybe turn some lives around. Eight three, we say that, you know, but we really know that happens on Catholic mm-hmm. Radio. Debbie and I hear the stories mm-hmm. all the time. 833-288-3986 with your favorite section of the Bible today. And we will go to your phone calls right after I tell you about something you should have on your phone already. I do. I know Debbie, the show team, we all do. It's the EWTN app. You know, they, they say that EWTN is everywhere and that app makes it all the more real when we say that. You can enjoy EWTN live TV, radio shows, audio and video on demand. Of course, there's EWTN news, program schedules, prayer and devotionals, all of that and so much more on the EWTN app, which you can download at EWTNapps.com, EWTNapps.com. Okay, before we get to Rita Marie, let me just share this because we had a, a couple comments come in. They wanted me to actually share from Scripture my my favorite, all-time favorite um, um, passage in the Bible, Matthew 19, 26. Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. Mm-hmm. That's the key. I just wanted you to know. That's why I love Matthew nineteen twenty six. So who's with me on that? Um, please uh, dial in. Or um, if you'd like to read the chapter and verse that speaks to you, please do so. Because uh, I guess uh, the Take Two families, that they've got their notebooks out. They want to learn. They want to grow. So let's go, you guys. Meaningful uh, books of the Bible and passages. That's today's show. Call in 833 3986 and Rita Marie in Cleveland, Ohio, listening on our friends at The Rock. You're up first here on Take Two. Hi, Rita Marie. Hello, and thanks. Um, I used to be um, away from the Catholic Church, and I went to churches that were um, where the Bible was the main focus and the, uh, like the sole authority. And I came to a point in my life where I was confused, so I asked the Lord to direct me to the truth, and I want to tell you how the book of John led me to the truth in three specific places. The first verse about Jesus being the Word, the middle of the Bible, John chapter 6, explaining how he wanted to have a, a, a relationship with us by touching us for real, and the last verse where he says, um, should we write down everything that the Lord said and did, it wouldn't fit on this, basically the face of the earth. And so in this way, God showed me that um, with Jesus being the Word, when we say the Word of God and mean Jesus, it cannot be just the books of the Bible. That's not possible. He can't be limited to the Bible. He showed me that the Logos is all truth in all of its forms coming to us in the past and the present and the future. And so he showed me um, truth comes to us through other people, through a church, through sacraments, even through the truth of our bodies. And that's when I understood that the truth does not have to always be in the Bible. So when someone challenges us, there is this basic premise. It doesn't necessarily have to be totally clear from only the Bible. Truth can come to us in other ways, and even through science. Um, So uh, I'm thankful for the book of John and those three parts of John. Thanks. 
Well, Rita Marie, yeah, stay with us here because I'm going to ask you a question Debbie probably has on her mind and she asks a lot of people. Have you turned this, I mean, it sounds like you have really done a lot of study, a lot of prayer. You're very articulate when you say this. Are you involved in catechesis in any way? Are you are you teaching others? Because, you know, you, you've just really taught us with your phone call in just the last couple of minutes. Are you doing anything like that on a parish level? I am in, in I hope, at PSR, so I'm, I'm guiding children, and I do, lo- it's my favorite topic, mm-hmm. so I love to talk about the Bible and just Christianity in general. Yeah. No, that was anyone who will talk. (laughs) Well, that was very, very evident, Rita Marie, and thank you so much. And you you've really nailed it, you know. Um, especially of course John six, Jesus is unambiguous about, you know, eating his flesh and drinking his blood. But I'm glad you pointed out that that part of the Gospel of John where Jesus where John says, you know, if 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 all that, you know, about Jesus were to be written down, the world could not contain all of it, you know, and so um, we, we do know that there are sources of truth or sources that support truth. They're all supportive of one another. That's the thing we have to keep in mind here. But it's not just Bible alone because, well, we look at the Christian landscape and we see tens of thousands of denominations, quote-unquote denominations, you know, often differing from each other. But, Debbie, I'm going to let you jump in if you got something because I could, I could talk all day with Rita Marie. What a great oh, call. Oh, I can as well, Rita Marie. I, I will tell you I love what you are sharing, John 6, um, the Bread of Life discourse. I I completely agree um, on everything you're saying. And it's so interesting to me because I I have a religious education background as well, Rita Marie. And I will tell you that um, it's interesting how many times we try to put God in a box or in a book or in a tabernacle. We, We constantly limit His um, capability and his, his the facets of of who he is as our God, right? And and that's and it, it's once you dive into Scripture and you realize it's much bigger. And God is, I mean, we can't even wrap words around it. We can't even uh, grab our brains around it. It, it, We can only get a glimpse or a little bit or a snippet of it. But when we do, like you have, it, it, it expands inside of us where we realize the magnificence of God. And then, of course, and Jerry picked up on it beautifully. You want to pass that on. You want others to feel that and know that and understand that. And I just wish we would stop limiting God and placing him in different places and saying, okay, well, there he is. You know, he's at, he's a church or he's in the Bible or he's in this movie or in this past or in this um, video or something like that. God is, it's so much bigger than that. And it's so much better than that. And, and, and yet we think so small. What do you say to that, Rita Marie? Amen. And I just want to say one more thing about John chapter 6 and and what I've learned since coming back to the Catholic Church. I understand that the husband must touch his bride. (laughs) And that's it. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Rita Marie, for your phone call. Appreciate you uh, sharing all that you did there on the program today. We're talking about meaningful Bible verses or passages with you, the Take-Two family. We've got other calls we're going to get to, but a line is open there. So that's, this is your opportunity to get on the program at 833-288-3986, 833-288-EWTN. I'm not even doing a pledge drive this week, and I'm <laughs> having trouble getting the phone number out. 
Do you know, let me just share something. Remember we were at that healing mass um, uh, a few years back with Father Bobby Emperel from mm-hmm. India, and he he brought out the Bible and he held it up. Um, and remember the pastor was sitting behind him and um, some of the deacons, and he he took the Bible and he held it in his hand and he held it up high to the, to the, um, to the congregation. And he said, why aren't you genuflecting to the Bible? It's the living word of God. I remember when I looked at the pastor and he kind of winced a little like, ooh, that that did, didn't sound right. But I, I truly understood what Father Bobby was trying to say. It, it is the living word of God. And it's so important that we recognize that. But yet, yet it becomes another book sometimes on the shelf that we just view as, oh, it's part of the library. But it really, yeah. it's not. And I just, I just want to, uh, you know, I think shows like this can, can, I agree with you, Jerry, uh, truly can touch lives and change lives forever. So please, if you, if you're not sure what we're talking about, stay tuned in and listen and learn and see if you can um, go online or bring out your Bible and just start somewhere and start reading and start getting yourself totally immersed in the living word. Yeah. 833-288-3986. Mella is driving through Louisiana today, listening to us on Sirius XM 130. Mella, welcome to our broadcast. Thanks for calling. Hello. Thank you so much. Um, sure. I'm going to talk really fast because I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, firstly, please, I just wanted to say that Jesus let us know the exact location of God's Word, the mouth of God. Most often Jesus said, it is written, and when you look to see where it is written, it is written somewhere in the Old Testament. So please remember, um, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Where is the mouth of God? Jesus tells you, because he references a verse from the Old Testament. My favorite verse is, come see a man who told me all that I ever did. Is this not the Christ, the Son of God? And I just want to do something real quick. Come see a man who showed me all that I ever did. Is this not the Christ, the Son of God? Thank you. Bye. Okay, thank you. Mm, so sweet. She's referencing John chapter 4. Yep. That is when the uh, disciples had been away from Jesus. I think it's the, the woman at the well, isn't it? Or, um, yeah, it is. And then the disciples return, and um, you know, Jesus. Uh, she she goes away after her conversation with Jesus, saying to other people, you know, come see uh, somebody who told me everything I had ever done. And so mm-hmm. that just shows the divinity of Jesus right there, his his omnipotence, his omniscience, and uh, it's a beautiful account there in John chapter four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very much so. Um, I, and I just want to say this. You know, we cover we cover. Um, the topics from all angles, right? The good, the bad, the ugly in between, you know, the real raw truth. And, and let's face it, as Catholic Christians, we're, we're oftentimes we're not encouraged a lot to to read the Bible because, you know, it's 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 told to us a lot of times in 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 um, in formation. Uh, well, you know, you're getting the readings at Mass. You know, you're getting. Um, the Psalms and stuff at Mass. Okay, that is true. And but you you referenced the devotion Lexio Divina, and you know we ha- as baptized Christians we should make the Bible part of our daily lives somehow, and and that's why it's so important. And it can be in small doses. You don't have to feel like you have to be a biblical scholar in order to dive into the Bible. What do you say to that, Jerry? 
No, I say you're absolutely right. And there are so many good tools, so many good resources today. Bible studies, The Great Adventure that Jeff Cavins put out, mm-hmm. and so many others that, you know, because it can be daunting, like you said, just pick up the Bible and say, okay, I got to start with Genesis 1 1 and go to right. the end of Revelation. And, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff in there. It's really dense, it's really hard to make your way through. There's a lot of, so much beautiful stuff in the Bible. But it's, it's, it's not necessarily for someone who doesn't have a lot of experience with it to just pick up and, and read from cover to cover. You can do that if you want, but I, w- I would definitely suggest getting a good commentary or uh, some sort of Bible study tool. It'll help you maybe start with this book or that book or this gospel or what have you and mm-hmm. you know, get to know just maybe one book at a time, one chapter, one verse at a time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's why I love what Father Mike Schmitz um, Bible in a year, and then the Catechism. I think it's brilliant, mm-hmm. and we all need to to revisit that over and over and over again because we forget. We forget. We move on with life, and it's important. and And the Bible speaks to us where we're at today. Always remember that it's the, it's not dead. It's living. It's the living mm-hmm. Word of God. Well, we'll uh, check in with Karen. In the meantime, Karen is in Texas, listening on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Karen. Hi. Uh- I, I got this idea from EWTN. They said during Advent, it's good to read the book of Isaiah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought, not only am I going to do that, I'm going to let our whole family and friends know about this, too, because I'm from a big family and everybody lives different places. We won't even see them at Christmas. But I thought this is something we could all do, and we're all doing it together during Advent, and we won't forget about Advent if we do this. It's 66 chapters, but if you read, you know, two or three chapters a day, you can get through it. And I just thought that would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. Can I make a suggestion to add to your your beautiful family Advent event on, on reading Isaiah? Karen, are you open to it? Sure. Um, maybe ask everybody to keep um, a journal of what uh, their takeaways from reading Isaiah. See, the interesting thing I, I just know from, from being a religious education director for many years is Scripture is one of those things where it speaks to you at the moment, and then a lot of times it's unless you're constantly in the Word of God, you, you t- we tend to forget, and we, f- we forget how much it, it speaks to us at the moment. And that's why we always used to tell um, uh, young adults and adults in, in adult formation, but the junior high and high school kids as well, to keep a journal and how how um, God is speaking to you at that moment after you get get done meditating and reading that particular part of the Bible. So I would, if you maybe can maybe give them everybody like a little notebook journal, maybe it would be really cool, and they could and they could uh, mark it and date it, and then they'll always have it as a keepsake. Oh, that's a great idea. That's wonderful. Well, I'd like to join your family. I'll read it. I'll read it, too. I'll, I'll keep the journal, too, Karen. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Thank you. God bless. Have a blessed Advent, which is coming right up. Yeah, folks, get out the, the Bible. Uh, definitely, if you read through the book of Isaiah during Advent, you're going to hear a lot of what you've read at Masses. You get the the whole messianic expectation, the Emmanuel prophecies like Isaiah seven fourteen, the virgin shall be with child. And during the Advent weekdays and Sundays, the majority of the readings, even if you count all three of the yearly cycles, A, B, and C, um, are pretty heavy with Isaiah. So love the love the idea. You incorporate Isaiah into your Advent reading. 
833-288-3986. We are coming right back to get to Maryland and West Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We have Colleen and Mark and uh, somebody else. Matt is screening now. And a line open for you. What is your favorite Bible verse, passage, most meaningful one to you? 833-288-3986. This is your show, and you are doing a great job of proving that again today. Take two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio talking about meaningful Bible passages or verses. Had a lot of great calls, and more are to come. Just want to quickly tell you before we go back to the phones that our friends at Veritas Catholic Radio Network in Connecticut, they need to hear from you next week. They're having a special pledge drive. Okay, so this is really important. If you listen to this program or anything else on Veritas Catholic Radio in Connecticut, uh, it's in the New York metro area. Please be sure to support them next week for their special pledge drive. And no matter where you live, please support your EWTN Catholic Radio station. It is so important. You would not have shows like like this one or any of the other ones without the affiliates who are out there. That is true. So please give generously. Um, wanted to share, Jerry, I don't know if you, you um, heard the show this past weekend, The Spirit World. We did it on Advent, and Adam Bly issued a challenge to everyone. Um, and there's other components to the Advent challenge, but one of them um, is that we, we read... Um, one of the gospels every single week of advent and so people have taken on the challenge which is very it, they're going they, they're getting their bibles out they're getting uh ready to go for this weekend and they're super excited so um it's 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 a he he even said he goes i know that's a lot to do but just take it the whole week and 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 read a gospel each week and you'll you'll have a much better advent and i'm looking forward to it very nice yeah mm-hmm. that's a great idea mm-hmm. yeah very, very good. Okay, Marilyn is up next in West Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, on EWTN.com. Hi, Marilyn. Hello. Um, How are can you, you hear me? Yeah, we can, yeah. sure. Okay, all good. Um, I don't know where this is in the Bible, but um, Jesus says, I am with you always. Mm-hmm. And um, and um, um, I have breast cancer. But mm. when I have to have, I initially start out, I'll try to make this short, I initially start out on my left breast with one spot. Then the test, it was three cancer spots. And then with an MRI, it was five spots on the left and two spots on the right. I eventually had um, double mastectomy. But anyhow, when I was having my needle biopsy, you know, um, I always had that passage in my head, I am with you always. And when they started putting the needles in, anybody that knows, you know, you have biopsies, they, they hurt when they first go in. Right, right. And they put one in, two in, and they were hurting, you know, until it gets in there. But Jesus said to me, I am with you always. Mm. And I heard that in my, in my, and I got the biggest smile on my face that I didn't even feel anything else after that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I've told my kids about it. But, um, but that's my favorite one, and I've had other experiences too, but that was probably the most, sure. you know, um, sure. you know, the most mine in my mind, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Well, Marilyn, um, I don't know how often you listen to the show, but um, I've had two bouts of cancer. One, I'm still 
working through right now. And um, I can totally relate when you are going through treatment and it, it can be a very vulnerable time. You're, you're very, you know, feeling, feeling very alone, right. And going through this process and it, and it can be painful and all sorts of things you have to deal with. And you felt, um, God speak to you saying, I'm with you always. And I believe that is from Matthew as well. I love Matthew. Um, that's probably why I named my son Matthew is because of the book of Matthew. Um, but it's, I believe it's Matthew 28, 20, I'm with you always. And, and Marilyn, I will tell you that, um, I believe going through, having gone through cancer and going through cancer, that um, I believe that God is very, very close to those who are going through um, something that uh, you're you're dealing with right now, going through treatment. I believe He's so close that when you do hear Him internally, or when you do feel Him, and um, it is, I think there's um, a whole um, group around you. Okay, I believe the Blessed Mother is there. I believe Jesus is there. I believe your well, absolutely your guardian angel is assigned to you. I believe all of heaven with the with the church triumphant the saints are there. I believe you have us as the church militant around you in spirit in prayer. I, I'm sure you probably have felt prayers around you. I have felt it. So there's a, there are days that I I could not even get up, but I could feel that somebody was praying for me. I felt it. And Marilyn, that what you're feeling and what you're going through is all real. I believe. And, and I, and that's what we want others to recognize that they're not alone and they can get through everything and go through everything. If it, if it turns out to be something that we all learn and grow from, and we're all better off for and what I mean by that is suffering brings, um, great blessings, um, on this side of the veil and, uh, and when we get to eternity. So Marilyn, I wish all the best for you and blessings and strength and everything around you because you, you sound like such a a beautiful soul. Oh, thank you so much. And, um, now I, I'll be praying. I always pray for everybody. I'll pray for you. Thank and, you. Um, because we relate, we got you know kind of same thing going on. But um, he is with us always. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm with, and I'm with you always. That's powerful. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And Marilyn, you can be assured of our prayers, uh, not mm-hmm. just Debbie and me, but mm-hmm. uh, the uh, entire uh, show team and mm-hmm. the Take-Two family around the world definitely be praying for you and with you, Marilyn. Please keep us posted, too. Um, you know, as Debbie said, if you listen to the show, you know certain things about us and, and how we kind of do things here. And we love to hear, you know, we love to hear uh, updates and walk with you on the journey. All right, we're just an email away anytime at take2 at EWTN.com. Okay, Marilyn? Thank you so much, Jerry. Oh, you're very welcome. God bless you. Yeah, a lot of oh. prayers. Yeah, and that, you know, she she gets it. I, I, that's the only way I know how to put it, Debbie, mm-hmm. is because, you know, um, when it says, you know, God says, I am with you always, he, he really is. We're such a, a people of touch, you know, tangible things. Mm-hmm. We want to be able to, you know, hold something and touch it and look at it and feel it and smell it and taste it, you know, but God is with us in, in ways, well, he's, he's with us in some of those ways, definitely. But he's he's also with us, you know, spiritually and, and you know, non-visibly, and we maybe can't tangibly feel him, but we should really work hard, I think, to focus and concentrate mm-hmm. and help ourselves to really assimilate that belief into our hearts and into our lives that he is with us always. Well, it's interesting you say that, and that's a, this is a whole nother show, but when you when you look at suffering, 
people who have really suffered um, greatly, they they realize that God is very close. They they do. It's it's something. That's why I've always said that there's a blessing in suffering, because it it's so interesting. And and but many people run because as soon as suffering happens, or or you're about to go into some kind of um, sadness or suffering, you you think, oh God, abandon me. That it's the exact opposite. And I just wish I just wish folks would would uh, look at it from a different angle and and experience it from a different way because suffering has meaning and it's mm-hmm. it's pretty incredible actually. Um, and so anyway, that's a whole nother show. But maybe um, we've got unscripted tomorrow. Maybe folks will think about it overnight and bring it to the table at uh, unscripted tomorrow. But Colleen is up next in Brewster, Kansas, on Divine Mercy Radio. I believe aren't you guys in the middle of your pledge drive, Colleen? Yes, we are. Yes, oh, we are. Good, good. Well, we're we're praying for you guys, and it goes well. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So go right. I ahead. just wanted to share. Yeah, I just wanted to share my favorite verse. It's Psalm seventy three twenty three, and it's just like Marilyn just said. Yet I am with you always. You take hold of my right hand. With your counsel, you guide me, and at the end, receive me with honor. Whom else have I in the heavens? None besides you delights me on earth. Though my flesh and my heart fail, God is the rock of my heart, my portion forever. Just a good verse um, in good times and especially in bad. It's a good verse to hold on to, and it's just so full of hope. Yeah. No, it really is. That's a beautiful one, Colleen. And, um, you know, if it's not prying too much, is there a reason? Did Was there something, a time in your life or something that you, you know, this, this passage obviously has deep meaning for you and you read it so beautifully. You know, is there a particular reason that you can share, that you're comfortable sharing? That, or, or maybe it's just maybe it's just the words just kind of jumped off the page at you when you read it. Maybe it's just as simple as that. I don't know, but... What do, you, what do you think? Well, I think it was it was just a time when I was reading Scripture, and like you said, it just jumped out at me, and I knew mm-hmm. this was going to be my favorite verse, like mm-hmm. the Lord speaking to me. This is what I hang on to um, during good times and bad, and just so hopeful, especially in our world today and mm-hmm. what's happening. It just gives you such hope that in the end, we're with Him. We belong to Him. So real quickly, the Bible, I, I know it's broken up into many portions, you know, the the books of the Bible, but it's one book, right? It's one book. And so it's interesting, Colleen, that you picked uh, the similar verse, um, and as Marilyn, about God, God being with you always. And, and I think it's so interesting because the Psalms are from the Old Testament, and then you have Matthew from the New Testament. But I love when when there's a reinforced themes from the old and the new because you you see how um, how Jesus always always quoted from from um, from the Old Testament as a fulfillment. I love that. I love the continuation. Do you feel that too, Colleen? Because it seems like you're drawn to the Psalms, and people who typically are drawn to the Psalms uh, they tend to to feel that they love the how the Bible just progresses. Oh, absolutely, and I, I think the Psalms are such beautiful prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they talk about struggles and about blessings, and I just think the Psalms reflect our lives, the ups and downs of our lives, And uh, but then Jesus brings it to fulfillment in the New Testament and reinforces um, the verses like these. Yep, yep, yeah. amen. 
No, the Psalms are real, uh, mm-hmm. very, very real. And, uh, you know, sometimes I know most of my life, um, you know, I have, uh, Colleen and Debbie, I have just been often afraid to really kind of let my feelings, you know, known to God, you know, if I'm going through difficult things or whatever. But, you know, I'm not saying to be irreverent, but, you know, God God wants us to be real with him. And the Psalms are a great place to do that because, you know, David and others wrote them long before we did. They had the same sentiments long before we did. So there's mm-hmm. nothing nothing at all irreverent about that, just praying. And they cried and, out, and they cried out in yeah. the Psalms, which I yeah, think absolutely. is emotion, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, Colleen? Feeling anyway? Well, God knows what you're feeling anyway, so you might as well just tell him up front. <laughs> might as well. Yeah, let's just get it out of the way. <laughs> Beautiful. Great call, Colleen. Thank you so much. Thank you, Colleen. That was wonderful. Yeah. Okay, we're going to go to, can we go to Mark? Yeah, or do you sure. want to? Okay, do the. I didn't know if you wanted to jump over to social media. Well, we can do that real quick. Mark, hang on. Linda, hang on. We're going to get to both of you. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. Um, social media. Well, we'll have to check that in just a few oh, minutes. Okay, like. so I have one one quick comment that came in. They want us to do a show on Bible roulette. Uh, I guess there are a lot of podcasts out there of folks saying that you can just let the Bible open up where it where it it just opens up the pages and then have the Bible speak to you. Um, I don't. This is just me. I don't know how you feel about it, Jerry. I don't particularly recommend that unless you're in a in a. Um, in a good spiritual state, and, I'll, and I'll, we could maybe do a show in the future. So we'll make a note of it, you guys, because I guess that's apparently it's going around on video, people playing Bible roulette. I don't mm-hmm. know if that. How do you feel about that? Um, you know, I think it it it, it can be okay. I, I mean, I certainly wouldn't base my spiritual life on something like that, or Agreed. you know, important Agreed. decisions or anything like that. I mean, I would incorporate obviously prayer time and. And, you know, the wise counsel of a spiritual director and things mm-hmm. like that. I definitely wouldn't just open the Bible and stick my finger on there with my eyes closed and then open it up and, you know, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do today. You know, because uh, it could lead us to do a lot of, you know, imprudent things, I think, you know, or it could lead us to do a lot of, you know, beautiful things as well. It just depends, I guess. So Right, right. But I agree with you. Get in a state of grace. Stay in a state of grace. Get us, you know, get somebody that you trust um, in the church and um also, yeah, you have to be in a good place when you're, because scripture is powerful, you know, mm-hmm. very powerful. Okay, Mark is up next in Tennessee on the EWTN app. Hi, Mark. Thanks for waiting and welcome. Hey, Debbie and Jerry, I love you guys. I love your show. I feel so spirit-led to call in because this was constantly on my mind about reading the Bible. I did it 15, 20 years, 30 years ago through the year. It was pure drudgery. Then uh, I had caretake for my parents in Dearborn Heights, Mission for five years. And I realized my mom and dad don't know their Catholic faith. How can that possibly be? Mm-hmm. And then I started doing some investigating. And my grandparents, my great-grandparents were told by priests, not, they were discouraged from reading the Bible because just rely on them. And I have been let down so much over the past year. I was doing an inventory this morning. I've been let down by eight priests this year, unbelievably let down. I'm thinking, okay, devil, what's going on with that? Having said all that, I said that I'm going to take it under my, with also going through the 12 steps and spiritual experiences with St. Ignatius. I don't believe in Bible roulette, although I've used it as words. I've listened to that small voice inside that God and listened to EWTN and fellowshipping with other Christians. He inspires me what to read. 
And I, my motivation to go back to reading the Bible was to learn my Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. That was my motivation. And Ignatius and spiritual experience put on my heart for the last Advent for 30 days to read Matthew 5 through 7, because that is the short version of being a Catholic. And then it expanded from there. And I love the monks at Gethsemane. I chant two psalms, two chapters of psalms every morning, a lot of times in unison with them at 3.15 in the morning. It's changed my life. And what it has brought me to, I went to a retreat, and I'm thinking, why did God bring me to this retreat? I came there to help these men in the parish that I was in, because I could see some serious, that reading the Bible and you start getting to know the truth. And it was about being a peacemaker, and I thought, oh my gosh, what's going on here? And then Greg Popchak explained what a peacemaker is. A peacemaker discerns what, when you're having conflict, what is best outcome for both parties, for God's highest and best good. So God has revealed so many truths to me that I'm just bursting at the bubble. What I can do, I reached out to St. John Vianney to help these priests out. And he said, remember, Mark, how difficult it was for you overcoming your difficulties in life. You need to approach these in the same situation and go love and care. I just rejoined my parish after coming back for five years, and I did it literally out of need to support needs in that parish, specifically the pastor there, who is so lost, and he doesn't even know he's lost. And the Congress thinks he's the greatest thing since sliced bread, and I know him intimately. And he's let me down on six occasions. And when I was first called to him 15 years ago, when I went to see him, he told me he could not help me. Mm-hmm. And there's a long story after that. But at the end of the day, I'm, you know, I'm Holy Spirit led. I'm, you know, love changes everything. So, hey, okay, Holy Spirit, read chapter 13 Corinthians. Love is patient, love is kind. So I'm trying to be patient and kind in all my affairs. Well, Mark, you know, that's that's a beautiful place to be, and obviously we can't speak to the disappointments that you have experienced, you know, from, from so many priests, and we're sorry to hear that if that has indeed been the case. I'm reminded of a Catholic radio network uh, manager. Debbie would know who it was. If I, if I say, You'll probably know who it is, Debbie, when I say this. He always used to say, you know, I will let you down. I will disappoint you, but God won't. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. every human being really can say that with truth, you know, um, being human, even even our clergy, you know, have human human weaknesses and frailties, just like the rest of us do. So I'm sorry, sorry about all of that. But the good the good part of this is your call. You know, Debbie, we were typing notes back and forth to each other, and Debbie typed one over, said he, he is on fire, mm-hmm. and you really are, Mark. You, you know, you you're plugged into the Holy Spirit. Yep. That is the key. So many you know Christians, and I hate to say this, but a lot of Catholic Christians don't have that relationship with the Holy Spirit. With which opens their heart up to, to be sensitive, to be docile, to be listening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, which Debbie talks about on this show all the time, the promptings of the Holy Spirit. So Debbie, Mark mm-hmm. has really found the key, I think, to having a, a very good spiritual life, a prayer life, reading the scriptures, and that is you know, having a real relationship with the Holy Spirit. Right, absolutely. I do agree. Um, uh, with what I typed over, that you are on fire, Mark, uh, for the Lord, and I and I hope you maintain that, keep that. I mean, people around us. I mean, everybody's flawed. Every single person is flawed. We all have, you know, things that we have to work on. 
but you you went you went headfirst into scripture. Be- beautiful, and I agree with you. We could do a whole another we could do a whole another show on this, uh, Mark. When I was in eighth grade, uh, my uncle, um, who's a priest, uh, told me to read a scripture verse and in in religion class to the pastor, and the pastor made me stand up and he screamed at me and said, "How dare you read scripture in class?" And I. <laughs> I I was just blown away. I went home crying, and I said to my uncle, uh, "I got in trouble for reading the Bible," and so we could do a whole we could do a whole another show on this. And I think it's because of out of fear or not, you know, thinking that we're properly prepared to read the Bible. So, but we are okay. We're baptized Christians. Uh, we listen to Catholic radio. And Mark, you said beautiful things to us at the beginning of your call that you love us. Well, we love you back, and let's keep that fire going. And 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 keep going into in the living word of God, bring our catechisms out. That's why Father Mike Schmitz is doing catechism, um, a, a daily catechism class for all of us. Let's get our catechisms out and get really formed, well-formed in the faith. And that's what we need. That's that's the next generation of Catholics need to be out there uh, fully formed in the faith so we, we can make good decisions and live in real truth. What do you say, Mark? Well, what, I'm, what, I'm, what the Holy Spirit's leading me is God is calling men to support our priests. They need our help. I am seeing across the nation more priests getting dogs. That, to me, shows a sign of emotional loneliness. Across the nation, two to eight minutes late starting Mass. And um, I am going to be my authentic self. And I'm going to be loving and kind and just do the next right thing. Mm, and I, I, I think, I think, you know, it, 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 there's, a, there's a lot. And, and, and I gently nudge every one of them from time to time on this is not right. And I don't have to say it more than once. They know it's not right. And it's biblical to point it out to them. And it's biblical if they don't receive it to get somebody else and point it out together. And then get the bishop involved. And right. I haven't got to that. I haven't got to that extreme yet. Right. But I am, you know, I, I I could be classified as dangerous. Well, Mario, I, I think I, I don't know about that last comment. You don't sound too dangerous to me. I think what you sound like is a man with a pretty sensible, level head. And you know, you you're approaching it the right way, like you said, in charity and love. You know, um, if, 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 if we see anybody, you know, the, the Bible is very clear, you know, if we have an issue with our brother, you know, take it up with him. And, you know, that's the way you want to do that very gently, very reverently, very respectfully, you know, even if it's, you know, especially if it's a priest, because like you said, they do need our support. And in many cases, they're not getting it. Mm-hmm. You know, Debbie and I travel a lot and we see priests who are, you know, they're emotionally tired. lonely, tired. tired. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm living with two priests right now at a rectory here in Daytona Beach, mm-hmm. and I look at their schedules <laughs> i just i it makes me tired you know just yeah, so yeah let's pray for our priests and and mm-hmm. hold them up especially men like you said mark i think they need to have the fellowship of catholic men so guys who are listening right now reach out to your pastor reach out to your priest take him to lunch take him to dinner take him fishing take him to a ball game mm-hmm. just get together and pray with him there's a lot of ways that you can do that so mark thank them. you for the call and tell them that you're praying for them right Jeff? yeah absolutely yeah. yeah thank you mark great call I think that's so important. I, I, I priests are they're they're very overworked. So are the deacons. I mean, it's there's a lot happening and a lot of responsibility, and so we have to pray for everyone in leadership right now. It's a, it's a big, big, big responsibility. 
Yeah. Conversations with Consequences, Saturday, 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on EWTN Radio. Dr. Grazy Christie is the host. Converse, uh, Conversations with Consequences is the weekly radio show of the Catholic Association featuring conversations about the topics that matter to an educated and well-informed Catholic audience. That's Saturday, 7 a.m. and 5 p.m. Eastern here on EWTN Radio. Okay, we're running short on time. Got about 90 seconds. We're going to go to Linda in New Hampshire, who's been holding very, very patiently and listening today on the Station of the Cross. Hi, Linda. Got to keep it brief, but we wanted to get to you. Hi. Hello, Jerry. Hello, Jerry. And... Congratulations and prayers for you heading to the seminary. That's Thank number you. one. And two, I you listen to your radio, and uh, for a very brief minute, I saw you two on a television show. And Debbie, you are beautiful every which oh, way. Oh my goodness, you are so beautiful. Thank <laughs> you, Linda. you are so beautiful. Listen, I love you. Today, You're my new best friend. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay, listen. Um, today is the seraphic uh, we, uh, Franciscan parish, so it's the feast of the seraphic order of saints, uh, uh, Franciscan saints. And so today, in the reading, the first reading to both of you, it is a funeral reading, and I have got it. I tell you, you know, I'm always looking, uh, Sirach 44, um, Verses 10 to 15. Very quickly. Oh, my gosh. Linda, Here we're, we not go. gonna have, we're not going to have time to read the whole... I'm sorry for... apologize for that. You hear the music there, but um, I'm going to look that up. Sirach 44, and I'm going to check out that uh, passage before or right after we get off the air. Linda, you're so kind. Debbie is very moved right now, very emotional. I can tell you that, and I'm grateful for your thoughts and prayers and wishes as well. I just wish we had time. Tell you what, Linda, call back tomorrow because we're having an unscripted show. And that means any topic, virtually any topic, people want to talk about. So please, we'll put you at the front of the line, Linda, if you call back tomorrow. In the meantime, thanks to the show team. Thank you, affiliates, for airing the program. Have a beautiful and blessed day. And St. Joseph, please pray for us.